There are ways of arriving in a new country. You should know where you are going, have your first United accommodation booked, be able to converse in the local language and have a bottomless bank account, or enough savings to make cash the least of your problems. This is the way of the well-organized and the cash savvy. I am not this person. I arrive in Dakar at 3.30 a.m. on a dental floss budget. I don't know anyone and my seven-word French vocabulary doesn't include please help me. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the first paragraph of Lerato Mokwatla's book, Vagabond. She is joining me in studio today and we are going to talk about her travels throughout Africa. She visited 21 countries in five years. When she left South Africa, when she was working as a journalist, uh, she was really tired of the entertainment scene and she was like, you know, there's more. there must be more to life than just spending time attending event after event. So she quit her job. She went to Africa. Initially, it was about three. Well, I just said she went to Africa like I'm not in Africa. I'm so sorry, guys. I think that's one thing we need to be mindful of because we always talk about the rest of Africa like it's like we are not in Africa like I don't know we are the Europe of Africa or something I don't know anyway she left South Africa to visit because she wanted to see the rest of the of the continent and the plan was she was just going there for three months it ended up being five years ladies and gentlemen I cannot wait for you to hear what Lerato Mokwadle has to say she's unlike us she's that type of person who does not go to a place with an itinerary with the Google plan to say this is what I'm going to do on this day and this is how much I'm going to spend. She actually just goes there. So here's my conversation with Lerato Mokwadli. Welcome Lerato to the Chica Travel Podcast. Hello, how's it? <laughs> Lelo is excited. Like, I'm sitting with Lerato, guys. You don't understand. You know what people don't know is? Mm-mm. You you know when I started in blogging as an mm. entertainment, well, I was a gossip celebrity news blogger. And you were a journalist. And City Press, you had that, co- what was your column called? I remember. The Lowdown, I think. On, on the on City Pulse. Was it yeah, the Lowdown? Yeah, the one that made everyone mad and that nearly got me sued <laughs> by certain male producers. <laughs> that I loved that column so much, column so much. And then you resigned, decided to go travel. And they called me and offered me the column. I was like, what? I was so excited. but That's so cool. Yeah, but I never, I, I didn't last because <laughs> I couldn't do the events. <laughs> events get tiring, hey? Yeah, no, I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't like, do the events. Do you know, I'm still reeling. I haven't worked as an entertainment journalist mm. since 2008, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm still reeling. From, from all of it. just a year and a half of my life. Yeah, and whenever no. people tell me to come to parties, I'm like, please <laughs> I just can't. understand. It was it was too much. I can't, I'm going to play you this song there, I don't know. It just makes me think of you and your book. Yeah! With you, my lovey, lovey. With you, everything is really, really your love. To make my heart to go, yari, yari. Nobody can love you the way I do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the one. Oh, I knew you would love that. Remember when when you still... Like, I've also been following your work for a long time. Because, yes. like, it was, it was all entertainment, right? Yes. So that's how I got to know about mm. you and your work. And then you started... Um, Big the, Brother. No, mm-hmm. the, the gossip oh, one yeah, that had just, every, cu- just Curious. <laughs> you started Just Curious, mm. and then I was following Just Curious. Mm. But then also, we'd have a lot of conversations about African music. It was so random. Like, it was the most random, but do me, beautiful do me. thing. Yes. I like the me. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh. I, thought, I thought this song, because I was reading, I can't remember which chapter it was. But oh. then you started talking about this song, and I, I put the book aside. I started playing this oh song. Oh my gosh, I'm back. Year. I'm back in Accra. <laughs> go Osu, go Oxford yes, Road. You remember? And I'm just like walking. And you know, Accra, there's music yes, everywhere, right? I and then there's, been, but yes. oh, there's music everywhere in, yeah. in Ghana. Mm. And then there's big, big, big speakers just mm. along the streets, kitty vendors playing music. Yeah. And they're all playing. All those songs that were hits oh, yeah. 2008 and 2009. And I would yes, just like stop and start dancing. Yeah, and no. people would look at me like, sis, what? are you fine? And I, like the way you stood up now and yeah. started dancing. And, I'm, and I kept on thinking, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> 
trust and believe I'm going to stop and dance in the rain, dance on the streets, get on tables. That time you don't even do have a whatever. place to sleep. <laughs> When I don't know where you get your liver from. <laughs> so, so you've. When did you finish your travels? You started in twenty. In, in two thousand and eight, and yes. then I stopped living on the road mm. in twenty thirteen. Okay, you stopped living on the road. You yeah. did not stop traveling. Yes. Correction, right? <laughs> yes. So, but how how has your like the way you travel? How has it changed since since you wrote the book? First of all, I can afford things, which is great. <laughs> I could afford good. I was back in Lamu recently, mm-hmm. and and when we, I had to pick where we were going to stay, right? Because yes. I've been there before, so I picked a hotel and I looked at it and I thought, yes, Lamu Palace Hotel. I've always wanted to, to sleep there, there. Yeah. but it was out of range back then when I was living from hand to mouth on the road. So it was so nice to go back, and so that's great. <laughs> I can do that. Yes. Um, and then. Also, is it money from the book sales now? No way! Oh. <laughs> Just checking from the nine to five. Mm. Um, but you know, so a few things changed how I travel now because mm. I don't have a lot of time on the road. Mm. I find that I tend to be very, very specific and very disciplined. Okay. Um, so I don't. I previously nearly wherever the wind blows, Miguel, that's yeah, where I'm going, you know. And it, now I have to to calculate how mm, much time is it gonna take me to get there? Is it yes. really going to be worth worth me going the longer route? Okay. For instance, when I was in Egypt, mm. should I really spend two and a half days on a train that's likely to break up and mm. end up as a five day journey when I only have two weeks here or should mm. I just fly and arrive in in okay. like forty five minutes? Yeah. So it's good that I can financially access some yeah. some convenience. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you struggled. <laughs> <laughs> but um I still wherever I go still yeah. I pick an experience that's going to be a road trip. So ah. recently when I was in Lamu, instead of flying from Lamu to Nairobi, we were in a car from Lamu to Mombasa. Yo, and, and how long is it from Lamu to Mombasa? How long is that? Like eight hours True. or something like that. And that's when there was that terrorist. Yes, that uh, trip. Scare. But that, that trip was just like mm-hmm. a bit crazy because mm-hmm. just just several kilometers from where we were we when our were. car was stopped, mm. it turned out Al-Shabaab had attacked people. Because I remember I was like, Lerato, where you, are you not in Lamu? Where are you when this is happening? So, excuse me, it made mm. me realize that I absolutely have to 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 check how I travel. Mm-hmm. A lot has changed since I started traveling around the continent, and yeah. the biggest change for me is is the rise of terrorist groups. Yeah. They haven't they haven't made me want to stop traveling mm-hmm. because I also think you only ever hear bad news because bad news that happens so out of true. the blue. Mm. So every single day that you're not hearing bad news mm. is life as usual, mm. right? But I have to consider if it's safe. To, and to, I had completely forgotten. I had completely until forgotten that happened. Until it happened, that yes. that road is actually no longer as safe as it was when I first mm. used it because it's not the first time oh. Al Shabaab attacked. Mm. And another thing that I do differently yeah. is to to I really want my travels to always be the story of my life. So mm. I never want to forget those memories. Yes. I want when when we were playing Yuriori. My body felt everything I was feeling the first time I heard it. You know, I could like just taste the wachi right now, yes. you know. It, it was just so intense. How do you how do you how do you do that though to make sure that you don't forget? Because I keep I keep expanding on the experiences. Gotcha. So for some places I will go back mm. um to have an experience that I couldn't afford then. So At the time, I, yeah, yes. I went to Zanzibar to swim with dolphins. Oh. Um I went back to Zimbabwe to go to Vic Falls and walk with lions there. <gasps> I so things like that, right? Yes. That I do. But then also I if there's going to be a big moment, mm-hmm. I latch on to it mm-hmm. and see just how big it can grow and what transformation it can bring into my life. So sure. then my experience of, of a particular destination, take mm-hmm. Egypt, does no longer become about I went to Egypt. Mm-hmm. When I was in Cairo, I lived my childhood fantasy. I was mm-hmm. at the pyramids. <laughs> and I was eight years old again. Because you know? Egypt was the, the place that made yeah. you want to see um, the continent. Yeah. So yes. I was definitely eight years again mm-hmm. when, when I was in, in Cairo. And in, in Giza. Yeah. And then um, I left. Mm. I went to Luxor. Mm. Luxor, I love. Luxor? It's, it's in a different part of Egypt. Oh, okay. I flew there. And it's where, it's called the world's biggest open air museum. Oh. So it's where all these tombs and uh, yeah. Mabita are 
those kings uh-huh. and queens, like there's a big complex, like a whole oh. mountain, you know. And it was like always my bucket list, list to, to, go. to soar over yeah. it in a hot air balloon. Oh, so there was oh. an adult thing My that man. I could experience, the sunrise, you know, yes. and, I, and, and it was great. But, oh. but those moments are fleeting. <clears throat> I'll never forget them, mm. but they're fleeting. Mm. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, mm-hmm. got now, the great selfie, the next one. moved on, right? <laughs> but a transformation like being in Cairo over Ramadan and deciding to not drink for the three days of of, of, of um, Ramadan that yeah. were left and then forgetting to start drinking again. To <laughs> you were there for the last three days of yeah. Ramadan and you didn't drink. Yeah. And then you came back and then, home. No. And like, I oh. made my trip in such a way that I experienced the end of Ramadan okay. and, and in. Oh. You know, so, so on my first day, I, I get to Cairo and sundowners, I'm like, right, great. Put on my red lips yes. or something short. <laughs> Pulled up my tits. I get some. Someone has to pay for yes. these delicious, expensive, frosty drinks. Yo, guys, if you've read her book for the pleasure of my no. company, <laughs> I think you can. Mm-hmm. You can definitely drink so new. Yes. <laughs> but every time I try to reach out to some friends that I met online mm. who were who were in in Cairo who yes. live in Cairo, they reminded me that they were praying and they said they don't mind hanging out with me. But I felt yes, a bit like an ass. But gonna be drinking. Yes. Yeah, I felt like an ass. Like mm. Jesus, Lord, it's only three days, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure you can hang. Yeah. In there. So I stopped for three days. Mm. Then I forgot to start drinking again over um, once. Once it started, yeah. then I remembered that I, I wasn't drinking when I was getting beers for my for my girlfriend because mm. she likes beer. Oh. So whenever I travel or whenever oh, when she buying, travels, yes. yeah, she wants to sample beers from every place. Okay. So as I'm standing there, go airport, and I'm like, hang on. Actually, There's something that hasn't happened <laughs> this, this act right now. And I'm like, oh. I haven't been drinking mm-hmm. and I but didn't even feel like yeah, it. Yeah, it was not even a thing yeah. that you thought about because you're having so much fun yeah. without the alcohol. So I decided to just see how long. So I just told myself I'll drink when I, if I crave it. Okay. I'll just see where this takes. Mm. In July, they say it will be three years. So things like that, like oh. letting... Wow. You know, letting... letting just you immerse yourself yes. so much into what's what's happening where you are and yeah wow so letting a, a trip just or, or a destination yes. or a moment because now when you say you don't drink and it's always it's linked to back to your story of travel mm. to being in that space mm. wow so that's how I keep my travels alive and also I still travel quite a lot hey? mm-hmm. I become <laughs> so <laughs> frustrated <laughs> I become so frustrated when I can't when I can't when I can't go. <laughs> oh, is it because of the nine to five? Oh my god, how are you even no, coping? It's 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 sometimes it's it's about time. Mm-hmm. And I, I really find that the biggest challenge with traveling sometimes mm-hmm. can be either you have money or no time, or you have time but no money. I I know. Right? And I it's know. always such I know. Oh. such a careful balance yeah. in my life. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it makes me sad. Like, uh, I, I keep telling people if I was, I wish I could just not have a job and my like job would be to freedom, travel. right? Yes. Yeah. All I, all I do with my life is to travel. So Let's I, just travel. There's a rich man out there who <laughs> wants to fund my travel yeah. and I quit working. Yeah, I would so, do that. So moments like that, right? Yeah. So another thing then then I did with Whimsy mm-hmm. is I've, I've never been to Lagos. Right, believe it or not, Wait, and what? I've never been to Lagos. How how, wh- what? Because <laughs> I take... it's such an obvious place. <laughs> I don't know. I okay. You've been to Nigeria, but not Lagos. No, I've never been to Nigeria. Shit. So, so I really, really, really dislike Ooh. visa administration. Okay, and Nigeria sucks. And I, I've put up with a lot in the past and I really don't care. I will jump hooms. Every time I try, I just like, you know, when, you, when I just end up just like losing my marbles and be like, that's it. Like, you know, that's it, you know I, I hear what you mean. Nigeria is the only, of all the places I've been to, Nigeria is the only place where I applied for a visa and then it came back, but it declined. <laughs> <laughs> and guess why it was declined? Because the invitation letter was not, it was not, it was not clear. So like, no. why don't you just call me and, and sort you know, it out? 
out, That's right? It. But they have um, visas have fallen for everyone, mm-hmm. and colleagues of yeah, mine are in Nigeria. Visa on arrival anymore? Oh, they do. do they on do it on arrival. Yes, uh, yes. Excuse me. So it's mm-hmm. on arrival. Yes. And my because I was gonna go to Lagos tomorrow. <laughs> my colleague. Had a, a smooth transition, whereas nice. when she tried going to Lagos last year in November, Lena she ended up going. Mm. That's it. Never yeah. mind the meetings. So right? when are you going? So they oh changed. So so two things. So so two things happened. Yes. Um, Vagabond came out, mm-hmm. and I started experiencing the reading community differently, mm-hmm. and. I've always loved books mm-hmm. and um, I go to, I tried going to book events as mm-hmm. much as possible in recent years. But in 2018 in particular, I was working on the book and my life had such little pleasure. So you know, it was just all about focusing and working mm-hmm. on the book mm-hmm. that I didn't have any pleasures. But I was like, books are not going because mm-hmm. they keep me sane. So whenever I could, I would go to a book club or go to a book launch. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing that... <clears throat> There are people that will always be there. Like there's this group Mm. of amazing black women who will always be at book events to support black women, Mm -hmm. African writers, right? And they'll always be there. Mm. And and they're not even friends. (laughs) Um, some of them, right? Mm. But everyone is so friendly because wow. we always go to the same place. Yeah, so I know, yeah. Yes. So one time I was going to to a book fair, mm. and I kept on thinking to myself, I'd really rather not go alone. But then I thought, ah, it doesn't matter. I know who the bookish mamzo will be there. Will be I there, yes. Be there. You okay. know what I mean? And those people are there, and we're just uh-huh. like, oh my god. And then you connect one yes, day. Yes, nice to see you. <laughs> so as that was happening last year mm. with Vagabond and opening up so many conversations about people and the experience or aspirations of wanting to travel the continent mm. and comments that people would make about traveling, right? People say... I, I, I know how you handle them on Twitter. <laughs> when, when they go left, you like, you set them right. Yeah, because yes. we're not here for that. Absolutely. We're not, we're not here for stereotypes of yeah. doing room, you know, Lelo. Mm. We, I'm not here to be a woman who mm. is well-educated in Africa, mm. has an okay life, mm. can dream, can afford to manifest some of her dreams, can have like long-term faith mm-hmm. that the future will be fine, right? All these things that Africa has given me. For me to sit here and this, this, this continent, Mm-mm. that has given me so every much, single thing and that keeps delivering sense. every single day. Yeah. You will never get that from mm. me, ever. No, I totally, totally yeah. get you. So, so you talk about the ladies and the books and <laughs> Lagos. You are yeah. leading up to Lagos. So, people, <laughs> so then as this happens, yes. there's an iconic festival in Lagos called Ake. Ake Arts and Book Festival. Okay. It happens in October. Mm. So I, so we started saying, hey, how nice would it be if we go to Ake? Let's just show up to Ake, you know, like... Ake 2020. Yeah, let's okay. just show up. Because yes. it was at Abantu. And you know, oh, the yes. Abantu twins from Cape Town will be there. So and so, will be, you know what I mean? Yes. And we're just like, okay, cool. I started asking people. So if I curated a trip to, to Ake 2020, will you come? Will you come? Will you come? So now we're going to Ake in how do I 2020. <laughs> I'll send you the information. Do I have to read books, though? No. <laughs> I don't mind reading. <laughs> Actually, I would love to join you guys because then, because I've been saying to you, I would love to experience a place with you and mm. just, you know, the way you, you know, when you read Lerato's book, yes, there are parts that would be like, ah, nye, nye. you will be like, nye, nye, mm. I will never do that. <laughs> but then you're like, but look at the fun that she's having and, you know, all these people that she's meeting, all the food and the way you talk about food. But anyway, <laughs> you so know yes, what I think? Okay, I'm joining. I think it would be perfect. <laughs> yes. Four, you've been to Zanzibar mm-hmm. and you've been to Lagos. Yes. Uh, but I really, really think mm-hmm. you'd be perfect yes. for Egypt. When are you going to Egypt? Um, Next year, maybe in Khalezualo. April. Okay, but no, actually, no, it's because okay it because time. I don't have plans. I actually don't have plans. I don't have an opportunity to go this year. Mm. So next year works for me, but mm. I'm still going to Lagos with you guys. I'm just like, oh my gosh, in the desert. You know what I love? Like, you know what I love about how you travel? I really think you're in you know, like anything it? goes, yes. You're, oh. not, you're not a fussy traveler. No, hey? definitely like you're just not. there. You're there. You are there to experience, to have fun, yeah. to just go all in. Yes. Right? But also, while you're doing it, you look <laughs> fucking stylish. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know, now, you know, because you are seeing it from your perspective. And mm. now when I look at it, I'm like, oh, my clothes don't look cool enough. Da, da, da. Really? But you are like, so thank I'm like you. dying. Thank I'm just you. like, no, what do you do? So, Mina, when I pack, right? So I started thinking to myself, okay, yeah. I'm going to like 
look look put you know yes. look just look okay yeah. you know but the last trip you went on yes. you were looking fabulous and then girl. i was like i'm gonna peg i'm gonna yes peg. but like four days into the trip i'm like <laughs> okay so now i must iron every single day things must be <laughs> but you know what i bought i bought a travel steam okay it's still ironing I yeah guess, but, but it's still ironing yeah okay but it takes care of it quick it does it does because rather because sometimes you're in a place that you have to wait for an iron or yeah. you don't have so and you also don't always want we don't always have the money to be sending things mm. for them to 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 you know to straighten them for you and whatever so i have this small travel size steamer that yeah. i that i go with okay. just to do something quick yeah. quick just to take out okay, you know that's a nice idea yeah. like yeah yes. mm. oh cool so i'll show you when we go to legos i'll bring it awesome. <laughs> so I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you so how soon into your travels did you know that you were going to write a book I think it was bound to happen mm-hmm. because I'm a writer. Mm. So if I didn't write a book, it was yeah. going to be like literally such a waste. How can mm. I write? How can I be a journalist and write everyone else's story yes. and then not write the story of my life? Yeah. But um, so so I always knew. And from the beginning, <clears throat> I started piecing, piecing together information and where it could belong. And mm. as moments were happening, I would think, mm. wow, this moment is such a cool story to build mm-hmm. upon. Or when I'm telling my experiences to to people who'd ask me how was the day or how are you how are you finding West Africa so far? Yes. And when I would relay that information back and think, wow, that's actually such a cool story. And and I think like you say, you are a storyteller. You mm. you, you, you you you're a writer. And cause what I what I found when I was reading your book, I was like so embarrassed because I realized just how little I know about our continent. It was re- it, it, really, it was, yeah, for me, it was like embarrassing because I'm like, shit, I need to, because you talk, you talk about people and places and I wouldn't know, I'm like, yo, I need to go and read up about this and this and this, just like it. So I think it was, it was entertaining. It was shocking, <laughs> but it was also like very, like it taught us a lot. That's really what I wanted because yeah. I think we've all had, we've all had moments mm-hmm. of realizing how little we know about the continent mm-hmm. and thinking, gosh, this is shocking. Mm-hmm. For me, it, it even happened in Nairobi, mm-hmm. right? And I had just started learning a bit more about the continent and expanding yeah. on it from my experiences. But I was with my friend Arod and she just knew everything yeah. about South Africa, about Southern Africa, about East Africa, about North Africa, about West Africa. And I was and like, you oh, wow, this is literally anthropology 301 mm. stuff. And you know it from high school. You know, why is wow. there no access to this information yes. for me? Mm-hmm. And why did I first have to study anthropology or to, even to then in get this all moment of this. to yeah. realize how this information mm. is so basic that we should all know mm. it just from the get-go, right? Mm. Um, but then then I just realized that then a big part of the book mm-hmm. had to be knowing mm. things that I wish I knew, mm. things that I wish to tell. Mm-hmm. It can't be everything because otherwise it turns into like... Yeah, and it's it's not the kind of book that, that you read once and that's it because I feel like I need to go back and read it again. I was expecting a story day, day to day, a diary. <laughs> like what? But so there are many, that are like that. Yeah, so yeah. many. My publisher, oh gosh, and her <laughs> obsession with weight counts. Oh. Like, oh, you so know. You didn't want it to be long. Yeah. Oh. You know, so, which so, is understandable. Which makes sense. Yes, because people also actually wanted, also in this day and age, we yeah. don't want to look there. But also yeah. because I want to, honestly, I really just want to start a book and finish mm. reading it. <laughs> I'm over no, that's 10 so years true. ago, I would read a book this week. No, now I'm just say. like, sweetheart, yes. time, money. Yeah. Why are you inserting yourself so much in it? <laughs> Get to your point. But how how was what shocked you though about the reception? Because like people loved the book, and <laughs> I think even today, like and and it's traveling. Your book is traveling. Right. Yes. How was so, the reception? So, what really, really, really shocked me yes. was it keeps shocking me, right? Mm. That that people love love vagabond. <laughs> I'm a mood, guys. Like you, I'm a mood. Ah. Like I go on. On social media, I go mm-hmm. on Twitter and someone is just tagging me mm-hmm. or not even tagging me, just talking about the book and yes. someone tags like, oh, yes. she, she must see this. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm on people's to be read list. I'm on people buy my book and say, mm-hmm. say to me, here it is. But 
I'm waiting till I go to Senegal. And then I Someone will, takes yes. a picture with a book and sends it to me and says, guess where I am? Mm-hmm. I'm in Dakar, oh, you know? Yes. And, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, it's even, it's better than I expected. I've always been convinced mm-hmm. that I, don't, I really was not going to care a lot about, about too many dynamics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell the story of us by us and I mm-hmm. wanted Africa to be home mm-hmm. as well as a destination and a playground. And you know where? Everything that you can think of, this is, I wanted that aspect of the mm. continent to come through. You know, yeah. if, if ever you wanted to get to go on a heartbreaking spree, <laughs> you can do it along the coast of Ghana. If ever, <laughs> if ever you wanted to, yes. you're a food and you wanted to eat your way around mm. the continent, yes. eat your way around East Africa and then finish up, go, go Dahab, go, mm. go Egypt, right? There's, if you're, a, if you're into fashion, go to Dakar. There's just, every single thing that this continent offers that yeah. every other place in the world offers mm. i wanted that to come through but mm. most importantly the, the the decider the game changer for me was the when i <clears throat> before i started my travels i had yeah. barely traveled at all and mm. i had never left the continent mm. and then somewhere along the the, the the way i started traveling to other places yeah. and the first time I left, I actually went to New York mm. and and I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> and I went back. I didn't like it. But actually, and you didn't understand because how much people yeah. say New York is great. And it's actually not that it's not great, mm. right? It's actually not that it, it's a just, great place. And then a New Yorker said to me, mm. a, a Ghanaian who has now become a New Yorker said to me, you keep on wanting to have an African experience with people here. Oh, we do not care. We gosh. are not going to stand in the middle of the road and start dancing with you. <laughs> we are not, we're not saying hello, how are you? Are you fine? Mm. You're walking down the street and you look beautiful. Mm. We're not saying it. So don't expect Someone that walks African. past and you're like, wow, beautiful skin. Mm. Stop it. Just mm. quit your African thing. That's, mm. you know what and I mean? Enjoy this place for yeah. what it is. And so from that perspective, I enjoyed it, but also go to realize that the the thing that is so different about traveling Africa mm. is that your soul is also involved. Yeah. And there was the difference that is the difference between me and traveling Africa mm. out, within outside Africa of, and yeah. outside of Africa. Yeah. The few places in the world that I've been to usually mm. tied to Africa through slavery, mm-hmm. but not the states. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that have that have that 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 soul and yes. that have a sense of belonging. You just walk in and mm-hmm. you're like, wow, I'm home. this feels great, right? Yes. Maramo Africa, you know, it, it's just there. It's in the way, it's in the way, in little ways. Mm-hmm. Like, um, let's say you go to, 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 to a hotel. Yeah. You go to a nice five-star hot, mm-hmm. five hotel. Mm-hmm. You know how it's so nice and packaged and everything is exactly mm-hmm. where it belongs. Mm-hmm. People are friendly, but it's a professional friendliness. Yes. And even when they become relaxed, they never really get uh-uh. that relaxed. To right? that level, yes. It never gets to that level. Uh-huh. But in that split second of them, of the of the porter putting your bags down mm-hmm. and leaving the thing, he just tells you something mm-hmm. that's just like random. You know, maybe he says to you, my sister, you must make sure that you eat this yes, thing, you know, yes. or something, you know, just mm, those little, little things. things. That's, yeah. People care. They really care about your presence. And that care is... And they're always asking where you're from. Yeah. And, yeah, and they want you to, to, to just experience. Yes, um, and enjoy yourself, yes. right? And and relax and have fun. The story of your life traveling around Africa, you are home, you are home, welcome, yeah. welcome. And it's really mm. nice. I've mm. been to, I went to to Samburu. Yeah. And... And in, in, in East Africa, it's in Kenya. Oh, in, sorry. In, in East Africa, it costs more for non-Kenyans and non-East Africans to, mm-hmm. to get into national parks mm-hmm. and reserves and mm-hmm. things like that. Do we pay the same as, as he, people visiting here in SA? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think maybe not because September we mm-hmm. don't, right? Mm-hmm. But I also think it's great. I get where they're coming from mm. because the currencies are not the, the same, Absolutely. right? So if someone, like yeah, if, mm. if $250 means nothing mm. to a person, Mm-mm. make them pay $280, <laughs> you know? But mm. I'm coming with my rent yes, and every no. other single socioeconomic dynamic behind me, right? Yeah. And reality. So I must pay this much amount of money to access this beautiful reserve in nature. Mm. So I was complaining to the guy who was taking me there, the car that I hired, I was just like, you know what, this mess needs to stop. Mm. We, there needs to be 
some filter. Yes. I, I recognize that I'm, I'm not going to pay as much as a Kenyan or as an East African, mm-hmm. but also I can't pay as much as an American. As, as an American, yes. $250 to me it doesn't is make sense. definitely Mm-mm. a lot. Mm. And and he said to me, oh, no, it's okay. You know, Sissy, um, I work in the in the reserve and I, I'm there all the time anyway. So I'll just take you on a drive around. Oh, wow. You know, he just took me on a drive Oh wow. Around. So so <clears throat> I think also what I what I realized in, in reading your book is like just boo just talk to mm. people and just say what you think and what you what whatever you think or what you're not happy with or what you would like to experience. Because what I also realized is just how generous people were with your with, with their time mm. and with their homes. Like how they would just <laughs> invite you. That was so nice. I know. <laughs> and we don't we don't have that yet. Do we do that when people are visiting and just invite them to our homes here in South Africa? Because it's called crime. crime. <laughs> I'm never. I feel like I feel horrible. But mm. a stranger is not coming to my house. If you mm. need help, we, we can get you an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. We can do something. You know, accommodation <laughs> yes. will be organized. You yeah. are not going to be homeless. Mm-hmm. But in like my also, home, there's, there's just so many options as well. Yeah. So the Sunday Times called your book essays answer to eat, pray, love. What did you think of that? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, because now you know after eat, pray, love, people were. Going to was it mm. Bali and whatever. Yeah, now people are going to Budaka and with your book. I think yeah. it's kinky compliment. Mm, it's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's complimentary. Yes. You know, mm. uh, <laughs> it's complimentary, I guess. Yes. But um, you wanted to be the. I was like suck it up. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like suck it up. Yeah, and just get over it. You know, you, not everything. Yeah. not everything has to be like an intense engagement with your identity. <laughs> I was like, excuse okay. me, a strong, assertive, confident, beautiful. <laughs> The queen of self-love, self-care, always marching to her own drumbeat, Mm. compared to a hysterical white girl in emotional crisis. Because she cannot believe that after a lifetime of making bad decisions, Mm. the chickens are coming home to roost. (laughs) Is that all you're saying? Oh, so you're just like, you know what, I'm going to go with you, I'm just going to be like, take the compliment and whatever. Because Mm. because identity is so, Mm, like my blackness is, Mm. my blackness and Africanness are like, Mm. the single most, it's just important, right? So I always think to myself, no, I don't have white role models. Mm. I don't have... So I'm just like, what? why? Why are you foreseeing <laughs> this we in a comparison? Box. Be, like, like I, I really... Yes. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I could just say it. Okay. I, like... I can be black, completely mm. black, mm. completely African, and those experiences mm. can exist without comparison to, to yeah. anything else that is not mm. exactly like me. Okay. Thank you. But That's... I love that because then it meant the book is making impact. <laughs> People are liking is. it. People are loving it. People are getting shagged. But not coming, <laughs> but not coming back with husbands. Everybody except Good me. girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You also said something in an interview with Mamba Online. Mm. You said, I will never stop traveling Af- in Africa and I will never boycott any country because of their laws. Mm. So when I read this, I thought... Okay, what does she then think about, uh, you know, social media? When people travel, both black coffee, they would travel to Israel. Bobo Nang would go do gigs in Uganda, and then people like <coughs> cancel culture. Then you know happens. So, what's your thought mm. on the, on that type of backlash? I really think politics have a layer where they're personal, mm-hmm. and and I will not go to Israel myself, right? <coughs> because I struggle with with the idea of it, that I will go to Israel. But if someone also wants to go, that is also their right to want to go. Mm -hmm. Israel is bad as a place to go to. If the answer to me is yes, then I must recognize that it's yes, but to you. Okay. You know, and Mm -hmm. not want to project that on other people. Mm -hmm. And then also, I think it's very hard to make a stand. Mm -hmm. So it's, we can say to people, no, make a stand, you know, Mm -hmm. make a stand. Because, Because some of us... Some people are inclined to think along those lines. Some people mm. are inclined to be activists. Others mm. are inclined to be something else that's completely the opposite of activism. Mm. So so people are also inclined to think from that perspective. And if someone thinks, well, listen, now nah, I'm just here to go and I'm going to go get my cash. Mm. <laughs> Screw it. And, then and you know what? <laughs> There's nothing I can do. I'm yeah. not going to cancel them. I yeah. think for me, the things that I cancel are, are always like illegal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's cancel rapists. Let's cancel pedophiles. Let's cancel people who abuse women. Let's mm-hmm. cancel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's cancel people who disrespect us. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's. But if someone makes a different 
choice to mm-hmm. what I make, mm-hmm. I'm not going to cancel them. But with Uganda in particular, and why I will not never boycott traveling around Africa again, Lelo, is that the experiences experiences are not unique to Africa. But when something happens in Africa, oh yeah, my gets, gosh, yeah, suddenly it's a big fucking deal. Mm. Now, I'm not saying it's a small matter mm-hmm. that the lives of LGBTQ plus people yeah. are in danger around the continent, mm-hmm. right? It's not a small matter at all mm. that it's really not a small matter at all that I found myself arrested for taking part at Pride. In, you know, all these things. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not just Africa where it's, 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 where it's happening. Where it's happening. Mm. And it's not just Africa that's problematic, right? There are other areas. It yeah. Just gets... So I can't reject Kampala, mm-hmm. but embrace Florida, USA. Gotcha. In Kampala, no one came into a bar mm. and pulled out. But if anything, in Kampala, I was making out with this girl, mm. and and the barman came and he was like, "You need to come down. You're a bit too much on the PDA, you know, and you're gonna make people uncomfortable." Oh, oh okay. I'm, you I know, appreciate that. And he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't Aggressive being like, anything. "Listen, yes. you being." Gay get and get out, right? Mm. What had actually happened, it, it was pride and we occupied spaces. Yes. So there was a hotel that hosted a, a screening mm. and then we went to a bar slash nightclub and everything. Mm. But the first time I went to, even the first time I went to Uganda, that was the case. Where you just walk into any bar slash restaurant or mm. let's say bar club and then somewhere in the space, there's a gay corner. <laughs> oh, but the nice. gay corner wasn't hidden, you know. Mm. It wasn't, we're not like shrinking or oh. whatever, you know. And people were just getting on with it. People mm. were just getting on with it. And mm. because of that, I'm not going to stop traveling this continent. But another reason I'm not going to stop traveling around this continent mm. is that I refuse to be a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I go to Cape Town. <laughs> I go to the townships of South Africa that are flowing Gamadi Adi mm. lesbians. Mm. Am, am I boycotting South Africa? Because you live here. Mm. But now mm. I must boycott Uganda. I must boycott Tanzania. Mm. That's reason number two. Reason number three, stop taking political cues mm. from from media personalities, mm-hmm. huh? from people who have previously had access. These are people who've previously been mm-hmm. to Uganda. Mm-hmm. They've been to Tanzania. Mm-hmm. They've got their coin. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, mm-hmm. And these laws have always existed. Mm-hmm. But when they were making their coin there mm-hmm. or getting their vacation there, <laughs> it didn't matter. Mm-mm. Now that it got BBC headlines, All of a sudden, it suddenly now, yes, matters. I'm not going thing. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you 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 are talking about um, Uganda and getting arrested, and I think that is where you. Yo, legato, I drama I think that's where you. They wanted to arrest you. They were arresting you guys, and then you started. You were like, okay, I need to get out of the situation. I'm gonna. I'm going to cry. I'm going to fake tears. How do I get my tears to come out? I'm going to think about the most painful time in my life. And this is my grandmother's funeral. So now you... (laughs) (laughs) Do you mind just talking about that moment? Because I was just like, oh my gosh. I first went to Uganda in 2010, Mm. right? Um, So I just want to see every part of the continent. Sometimes I go to places because I'm going to that region. Mm -hmm. Sometimes an event happens and Mm -hmm. it leads me there. Mm -hmm. So with Uganda, it was an event. There was a magazine, a newspaper magazine. Mm -hmm. It published an expose saying kill the gays or (sighs) hang them. Mm And calling for the death penalty to be enforced against that backdrop, there was a member of parliament who was pushing for a bill mm. to to come through mm. illegal. You can't even associate with mm. a gay person. You can't even Imagine. be gay. It was so dumb because mm. essentially, <laughs> if you, you walk past a gay person, members, yeah. if you walk past a gay person and didn't report them, oh you gosh. are guilty. I'm like, Jesus, stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you're going to be dumb, commit and think it through properly. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and I went there after I was watching CNN and Al Jazeera, and I saw that they were interviewing this guy who was the mm. managing director mm. at, at the newspaper, and it was just this young boy, you mm. know, fella at the for go those plush loans, you know, CNN when they do the interviews <laughs> where Africans are not dying, yeah, go like a hotel lobby or something Proper, like that, yeah. you know, you like, mm, you like can sorry. see yourself there <laughs> sipping on a cocktail, yes. in Yana. 
And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> this piece of shit. He is lapping up this attention. Oh you know, he is lapping up and talking nonsense and attention. Mm. And he, he, yes, when I attention, mm. these places that wouldn't even look at him mm. to, to write even like three sentences. Yeah. And now started interviewing him. It's well, it's fucking great, isn't mm. it? But I'm not an objective person <laughs> and I'm very emotional mm. and I'm very aggressive and I make no bones about it. Mm. If anything, that's a killer combination that I love about myself. Mm. I was like, I'm getting on a bus. I'm going to Uganda. I'm finding his ass and it's going down. And you're going there as in, I'm going to interview yeah. you. Okay. And, and, <coughs> like, I'm just asking mm. you. So, so I found the MP. I'm like, do you know how dumb you sound? Like, right. you're so dumb. You're so dumb. Why does it matter that I sleep with women? Mm. What, are you going to arrest me now? Mm. Oh, look, you're not arresting me now. You know, like, oh. <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. <laughs> and then confronted, confronted girls, right? Yeah. That was the managing editor of that publication. Mm. So I made friends. And those relationships really, really stayed in my life. Yeah. We'd always talk. We just, like, just talk a lot mm. on Facebook, keep in touch with developments in each other's lives. Yes. And then through that, a friend of mine that I met in Uganda said mm. to me, there's going to be Pride Uganda, but don't tell anyone you didn't hear from me. They don't mm. want anyone to know. But be, be there, there in July. Kanako is also, so I went there yes. and I just showed up. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, great, you're here. Fantastic. You'll be the official photographer. <laughs> <laughs> and as we're doing that, Four days, day one, great mm. movie screening, opening night, day two, rock and fashion show where I'm hectically making art and I'm being told <laughs> to mind myself. <laughs> um, day three, the main event, it's going mm. to be a parade around Lake Entebbe. And yeah, I go Botanical Gardens, mm. Entebbe Botanical Gardens, just outside of, of Kampala. Mm. And as that happens, finally a, a crowd grows mm. and then there's police in the thick of things. Now they're arresting. So the crowd that's growing, are they just like watching what's hey, happening? Yes. Lucas, what's mm. happening? Oh my gosh, this is disgusting. Yes. Mm. You know, Next thing, police. Holding their kids, mm. stopping their kids from joining. Ooh. Because kids are just... Yeah, the kids are Konali music, yes. Konali, They just want to be in the thick of things. <laughs> so next thing, the police are there. Mm. We get a, a, few, a few people get arrested. I mean, mm. I was arrested because I have a loud mouth. <laughs> <laughs> As always. <laughs> but also, I tell stories, right? Yes. So unless I'm dead, I'm really in shit. But basically, if it doesn't kill me, it makes a killer story. Yes. So I'm definitely I going love that quote. Here. I never even think twice. You mm. know what I mean? I'm just like, what? Plot <laughs> twist. Arie, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, so we go. Mm. And then now, as we're driving to the so, so in the middle of it, did you actually think, okay, actually, I'm writing a story for true love, whatever I need. I was writing, gonna be yeah, exciting. Yeah, I was writing a story mm. for true love. Mm. So even just the police showing up was gonna be exciting. Yes, myself. but getting arrested, oh even my better. god. <laughs> sweet and then now plotting my escape oh my gosh can you imagine how great the book is going to be because then at that stage i was definitely actively developing the book oh but it was like it was not in the form that it is now but i was definitely actively Mm. working on some chapters Mm. things were finished Mm. you know they changed but like for intents and purposes back then Quite a, th- a few things were finished. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, fantastic. Love this man. You know, the story of Africa. It just, you know, like, like, twist and turns here and there. You know, it's just like, yeah. you know, I'm thinking, I'm enjoying myself. Jiggy, jiggy. My oh my poinsa. gosh. Poinsa. My poinsa. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but as, as we're driving, I remember Hori John Koelani was oh, our ambassador. Mm. And John Koelani mm. says, what are gay rights? Mm. And if, if next thing you give the gays rights, then people must, then you say it's fine for people to shake dogs, you know? Yeah. And someone who, who thinks hey, we've like lived that, through things we've, been, mm. we've really, really <laughs> been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I just thought to myself, mm, yeah, I'm definitely on my own. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely on my own here. So what am I going to do <laughs> that I can bank on? <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I can bank on the police station yeah. being manned by men. Mm-hmm. Men think women are hysterical, illogical, mm-hmm. weak things. Yeah. Good for me. <laughs> I, in this moment, if you think that, it doesn't matter because I know the truth. Yes. And the truth is going to be the twist in your tail. <laughs> and then also, they hate crying. Why can't men handle emotion, you know? <laughs> know. It's like... <laughs> Like, 
like guys happy is not just one emotion mm. you know, it's not only emotion mm-hmm. there's other emotions as well so handle them but they don't handle that mm-hmm. so I'm like fantastic so I'm gonna cry <laughs> I'm gonna be hysterical I'm gonna cry mm. but I need them to do something I can't just show up and cry you know then it doesn't have yeah, then, any mm-hmm. sense um so I get that and I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to resist arrest. Mm. They want to book me. What's your name? I'm thinking to myself, no, I go about it. Why are you arresting me? Why? Because I just want to know. I, you why want you to arrest me? me? Fine. Eh. But first, you will tell me why mm. you're arresting me. Before I give you my name. Yes. yes. They get agitated, mm. you know. So with the guys, the, 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 I didn't expect things to get physical. Yes. But I know that like guys will eventually just be like, you know, it's like, it's my talent. I can mm-hmm. just break them down. Either that, like, <laughs> they, I'll put the fear of God in their hearts mm. or, or they'll finally think, hey, mm. no. you know what I mean? <laughs> but I definitely know that yes, I can there must do be that on the road. There, yes. So, um, so I, I was waiting to see which way the, the queen falls. Mm-hmm. Then this chick, chick walks past oh who's gosh. an officer mm. and you know women don't don't Mm-mm. take crap like no so she pushes she's just like listen sis yeah. cut the bs mm. what's your name what's your say name mm. you're not getting an explanation you know why you're getting arrested mm-hmm. in fact i don't care stop talking and i was like yeah 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 oh i'm not gonna do it yeah yeah went on went on went on she's just like fuck just do it she didn't push me a lot mm. hey so like i want us to be here i want us to be here <laughs> I had a bruise or something. Yeah. And when I t- when I showed it to my sister, she mm. laughed. She was like, please, Lerato, you bruise like so easily. Easily, yes. But it wasn't... Because... Yeah, she, she, she it wasn't she, hard. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it mm. didn't... Ha- but after it happened, I wasn't thinking, oh my <laughs> gosh, I need to go to the hospital or this or... I'm it, dying. It happened and then we're like, right, let's go party. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but she pushed me and mm. I was just like, great. And I don't have That's like... I, I don't have like core strength. Like I fall all mm, the time. Like mm. when I'm walking down these steps, I just fall. So like, you know, everything conspired <laughs> for that moment to happen. She pushes me just a little bit. Yeah. I stumble back. I stagger. I fall. <laughs> now I start crying. Now I'm so mad. Now it's a completely different story. Yeah. We're not no longer talking about that. Let's talk now. about how I'm being brutalized. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and those guys were they were like, "Fuck, we've had it." They were like, "So can you just go if we let you go?" <laughs> You know, can you can you forget this mm. ever happened? Mm. And said yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess then, there's no point. And then after we agreed that it mm. happened, I'm like, great, thanks. Now you are, you yeah. you were actually so, acting. Yeah, another thing, wow. I'm like, I just know you've been played. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why thinking? I was laughing through that chap that that part. I was just like, wow. I I really wish I had her guts. You're so so fearless. I have never. I wanted to have fun. You yeah. know, I really wanted to enjoy myself. I wanted to to have. It, I didn't just want to. It's so great. I wanted to go to landmarks. I wanted mm. to experience the touristy things. I wanted to do of the of the beaten track things. But I also wanted little moments. You know, things mm. that just happen. Things that you can't them. you can't travel for. You, mm. you sort of have to be there. Mm. You can't say I'm traveling to Kenya because at approximately six p.m. Mm. a stranger is going to walk past and offer me tea, and as a result, mm. I'm going to end up meeting this artist. You yes. know what I mean? Oh. But those little things, I yeah. really wanted so many. Oh, moments and, got, you, and, and I and you got you got all yeah. those right? and 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 that comes from surrender. Like when yeah. you go to to a destination, you just have to surrender to it. You have to, you can't control everything, mm-hmm. and oh. and you can't also want, you can't be fixated mm-hmm. with just a bucket list. And you can't be. It's important to have it because mm-hmm. it's it's bucket list that actually makes us go to places mm-hmm. we see those things first and we picture ourselves or the pyramids you know yes. so th- those are the things that pull us there yeah. but once we're there don't just focus on them do allow allow tenderness to take over mm. allow people to express their love mm. to you allow people to <sighs> give yourself time like you know how awful it is when you want to do something mm. Uh, and my mind works with fixations. So if it's time for me to be here doing this interview, mm. that's it. If this interview doesn't happen, mm. I don't like it. Because I'm oh. like, oh no. Mm. You know, my, it's fixated. I'm with, glad I didn't this is a, No, I'm just making a random example. <laughs> yeah. But like it gets fixated, yeah, know you know, you with things. And But if I have that fixation, mm. then I won't be able no. to, to just do things flow and, and go and with enjoy. the flow. Yeah. And 
initially, I couldn't be that this person that I'm talking about in mm. relation to to these moments of tenderness. Okay. They they've always been there. When I got to Senegal, um, when I got to to Dakar, mm. the guy who who took me to find the hotel in in Yov. As soon as I told him my issues and, and problems, he just said to me, why don't you just come stay with my family? Wow. You know, but that was sure. day one of my arrival. You arrived And inexperienced, mm. having only traveled previously for like a combination of 13 days, yeah. you know. So I couldn't, and I'm just like, yeah, no. We're this. going to a hotel. <laughs> it is, you know, we're going to a hotel. Wow. But fast forward to like two, two and a half weeks later, I'm like, mm. yeah, sure. sure. We're going with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's uh, it's just so delightful, man. That that whole book, your whole story, actually. So one of the the guests that I had in studio last week, actually, mm. she said that uh, using public transport while while traveling through Africa left her so aggressive that when she came back, she literally had to just stay indoors for like two months just so she can she could get back to normal. Really? Yeah, and wow. she was so angry and she was so aggressive because it was not not easy at all. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, but you also had uh, like interesting stories with, with your yeah. public transport and the people that you met there. But what what, what impact would you say it, it it left on you, like the, the public transport usage throughout your travels? I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, literally, yeah. like, you know, when, when you're just out of... Yes. Like, I really don't care. Mm. You can take me and put me on top of a goat and say Kishab. that. Try you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Raya. You know, you can say here, <laughs> hop, yeah. hop on top of it. I'll freak mm. out. But, but that's what's happening. Yeah. And I think it's because, I think it's because um, just before I left, mm -hmm. two, a few things happened, like just a handful mm. of things happened. But the most beautiful was that I discovered that this guy that I met, three years prior yeah. very very briefly because we worked at the same place but he was never at work oh, okay. so I, I just knew him because I sat next to his empty desk and people would call him and I'd take messages mm. so I'm always so keen to meet him so I could be like so anyway people are calling you yes. what's a forwarding email <laughs> I'm tired of saying oh I don't know yeah. what's a forwarding email what's a forwarding number and it turned out to be Aram Levine and uh -huh. he had written um he had traveled extensively around the world, okay. but also around Africa, and had written a, a book called The Wonder Safaris. Oh, I didn't know you and, had book. Mm, mm. and And we're on our way to miss something, Go Sunset, mm. or Silva's performing. I think Silva's performing, actually. Mm. So in a media bus, Go Sunset, and then we're the only two people at the back, chain smoking, drinking <laughs> the Savannah. <laughs> and as we're doing that, we start talking, right? Yeah. And I discover that, so I tell him I really want to travel, and he just says, go. And I, I kept on thinking, Jesus Christ, this guy is so frustrating. He's been so casual about it. Mm, you know, like, every, like just you know, usually when you want to tell, when you tell people you want to travel, even mm. if you just say you want to go on holiday, how? Really? Go, Wapaka? You know? Yeah. Won't you be lonely? Mm. Aren't you scared? Adam was the first person I met who just said go. Mm. And it was, that's it. Other people also said go or oh, oh that would be great or whatever, but mm. there were other things, Thanks. concerns, yes. issues raised. Adam was just like a go guy. And I remember mm -hmm. thinking to myself, gosh, I love this man. Mm -hmm. So then I started asking him about his life and his travels, and I was like, what? Then I read the one the safaris. I was like, what? Wow. This is amazing. This is why I want to travel to discover these miracles mm -hmm. and surprises. And so he said to me, go. And he said to me, leave all your expectations at mm. OR Tambo. Mm. Mm. And that's not to say don't have standards. That's mm -hmm. not to say sacrifice things that matter to you. Yeah. But once you leave all those expectations, mm. you just surrender. You surrender to to the fact that things are not going to be in your control. Mm. You surrender that a bus is going to break down mm -hmm. and be stuck. And then a trip that was supposed to take three hours mm. takes 36 hours. Mm. You surrender to the fact that you are going to encounter places that have zero sanitation. Sure, yeah. And how you experience going to the loo mm. then completely adopts to where you are in that moment. Mm. You surrender to the fact that that travel also has tragedies. You mm. know, sometimes when, when you travel, you spend a lot of time with yourself. Mm -hmm. And also because you're so happy. I find that traveling, me when I'm on the road, I'm so happy. Me too. So I can think, you know, I can like the way yes. I think and relate to myself. And I'm like, mm. it's like, it's the spot where mm. I, I, I take all my difficult emotional mm. things, you know. Mm. Um, when, I, when I'm traveling, you know, I'm like, 
it hurts. I'm not going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But because when I'm on the shores of Lake Malawi, I'm going to be so happy. Yeah. I can trick myself yeah, into, dealing into dealing with this, tra- <laughs> <laughs> this thing and be able to process it without like falling apart mm. or dealing with it negatively. Mm. So that's it, it does that, you know, it has those tragedies where, where maybe you, 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 you see lack, you see people in pain sometimes, mm. Mm. you see a lot of gender inequality in particular, mm. and you see how, how, how humiliating um, it is to be poor on this continent mm. insofar, as, insofar as corrupt leadership goes, you know, just yeah. you see those things so much mm. and they're sad. You also remember some of the things that make you sad. Mm. You 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 have shit. I mean, I had a mental breakdown in Rwanda. You sure. know, that that's like intense. Mm. But I think that is the the magic of travel. That is the beauty of travel. Is mm. that you get to 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 rediscover yourself all over again. You get to to remember that hey, actually. Lelo, you're amazing. Mm. You know, you you get to remember Hori. There was a time when you walked around Earth lighthearted, you know, mm. before life happened and you lost Ugh. and things like that. Yeah. So I think that that's really, really the, the magic and the beauty of travel. And it feels like so safe mm. when it happens in Africa, mm. just because as a collective, mm. um, as a collective, people of this continent really, really are invested in Ubuntu, you know, yes, really, really are invested in it. There. And also as a collective, mm. drama queens, like... <laughs> Like, you know, here you can sit all quietly and people understand and no one is going to say anything. But yes, like, you know, there's just something. So um, you spoke about Lamu earlier and, and that you've been there and I know you love it very much. So I'm going there in a week's time. Take me with no, you. <laughs> no itinerary yet, nothing. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, because you love it so much, mm. what what should I do while I'm there? Uh, you must live your best top billing life <laughs> in Shella. You know, Shella. Okay. Yeah. Like even if you're not buying, okay. Just like walk super rich, not just rich. Like walk super rich. Yeah. Because it's a beautiful place. It's yeah. such a nice. It's just beautiful. It's so mm. beautiful. And and also people are very nice. So even though doors are closed or gates look like doors. If it's slightly open, pick your head, say hi to people, just oh. super, super, re- like always relax, 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 relax. Mm-hmm. Completely chilled, completely chilled. Yeah. Um, but you can't walk around with bare, huh? with bare arms. I can't? You can't. I didn't know this. You can't walk around with, like, is it bare arms? Yeah, yeah, it or is something. bare arms, yes. Like a is it spaghetti sleeveless? Tro- I think you can't walk around with a boob tube or like <gasps> this, but you can walk around with... No, oh, so on. I should get we're, a scarf. No, no, babe. My babe was wearing a spaghetti strap, so mm-hmm. that's fine. But the, I remember seeing a sign in Shella saying, "Welcome to Shella. Mm-hmm. We love visitors. We hope you have a good time. But also remember that this is our town. We're conservative, oh. so it's not. So it's not like hectic. But like, mm-hmm. um, if you if you're going to wear bum shorts, <coughs> sorry, you can only wear them at the beach. You know, <laughs> it's like Zanzibar. Oh, thank you. This basically. is this is this is yeah. helpful. Uh, but most importantly, go to to Old Town. Yes, and and just walk, mm-hmm. walk around. That's the plan. Enjoy, you know, just mm-hmm. enjoy. I think whenever I think about Lama, I think about food. Just follow mm-hmm. the the smell of food, and see where it leads you. Yes, and <laughs> I can't wait. And do you drink? Do you like vodka? No. Oh, okay. But um, do you like cocktails? Ne? Yes, cocktails. Okay, yes. so it doesn't matter. Okay, but you must go to. A restaurant in Old Town uh-huh. called Moonrise. Moonrise. Yeah, I'll okay. send you. Is it, it's okay. Moonrise. I'll send yeah. you the information. It's yes. called Moonrise. Mm. You must have a dawa. I will send this information to okay, you. Okay, well please do. And have a dawa. It is literally a drizzle of honey, muddled with some lime mm-hmm. and lots of crushed ice mm. and a shot of vodka. It is. Okay, I'm gonna have the, that. The mm. most delicious thing. Mm. I've ever had in my life. Oh, wow. And Moonrise makes the best one I've had along the Okay, and I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, when I come back from Lamu, I'll tell you <laughs> how it tasted. Lerato, thank you, man. This awesome. has just been really, really amazing. I'm, I'm just, wow. When are you coming back? After after Lagos, we're coming back, ne? Yes. When are we going to Ake? But Manje, you are now in a loving relationship. How are we going to have fun in Lagos? Oh. Hi, hi. No, no, no. I'm, yeah? not, I'm not going with my human... But even if you're not but going also, with your woman, you can't. And you also, 
and also we we travel separately. Oh, we is have it? Vacations. Yeah, we have oh, vacations. Yes, like Seychelles. But like, yeah, yes. but we also like travel separately. Oh, okay. It's very important. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I, I look forward to to seeing you when we plan our trip. Awesome. Okay. Thank look, you. Look at me saying our trip is. Meanwhile, yeah, I'm joining. Yeah, I'm joining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so Let's much. Go, Let's go, guys. Let's go. You know what? The next mm. thing is. The more of us come, mm-hmm. the most likely our cost is yes. going to go down. Because yes. I've spoken to a hotel in Ikeja and they're like, yeah, sure. <gasps> we'll, we'll, we'll organize a, a nice discount. Mm. Um, Guys, Ikeja, Ikeja is right there in the thick of things. Because my first time, my first time in mm. Lagos, I actually slept in Ikeja. And you, that hotel was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for this type of trip, um, let's, let's do it. Let's go. Ikeja is right There's there also in the, the thick, thick of, of things. Mm. Hey. Hmm. Should we perhaps move to Lakey? No, 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 no. We'll Is it Lakey or Lakey? It's Lakey, yeah, it's Lakey. Mm. Lakey and Victoria Island. Yes. So we'll visit, but let's stay yeah. in Ikeja because okay. Ikeja is where the people oh, where are. We see so if Legos. we want to immerse ourselves, yes. that's where the people will welcome us into their homes or whatever. But Ikeja, uh, not Ikeja, but Lakey and, and mm. VI, Victoria Island, they call yes. it VI. That's the Fenskibo okay. Sentin. Hey, yeah, we, we want the way the we people don't travel are. for Sentin. We want the people just here. It doesn't yes. cost us thousands. All right, thank you so much, Lerato. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.